it's time to experience the Synergy Connection Show with your host, Lucy Forsting. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Synergy Connection Show, where we try to help you understand the complexity of who you are as a human being and the importance of keeping your life in balance. Um, In fact, the person I have uh, with me today uh, is going to share how to change your health, take charge of your life in that arena, and we'll get to Amy in just a moment. But I want to remind everybody that uh, if you go to my website, which is SynergyConnectionRadio.com, there's probably a little over 400 shows there now. And uh, those shows all deal with the aspects of who we are, which is an intellectual, spiritual, emotional, and physical person. And as I was saying to Amy before uh, we started the recording, is if you've ever sat at uh, a dining room table or a restaurant where you've had a table that's wobbly, it's really annoying because things tend to kind of slide or every time you touch the table, it moves. And I know I'm one of those people that takes a napkin or something and sticks under that leg so that it balances it out. But our lives are like that. And if we don't have the four elements pretty much in balance, then your life is a little bit wobbly is the way I put it. Um, Additionally, if you don't have your physical health, which is what we're going to be talking about, you definitely are going to have a difficult time bringing your life into balance because you don't have the energy, you don't feel well. And so how can you possibly work on the intellectual or maybe the emotional part of who you are if you're feeling pretty crummy? So um, health is essential. And if you're on my website, you're going to see Boomer products. I've been using these products for seven years. They're a sponsor of the show. And if I hadn't had these products back when COVID uh, was running rampant uh, three years ago, I'm sure that I would have had a much more difficult time uh, staying healthy. Uh, As a result of using the products, um, I was explaining to Amy that my C-reactive protein, which is a Uh, test that you take to find out the level of inflammation in your body where every disease begins. So mine is is 0.01. And I think that's because of the gladiator barley that I do use. This is a sprout out of Canada and it rebuilds muscle. It reduces inflammation and takes toxins out of the body. The other test you want to ask for is your D as in dog three. You want that number to be above 70. And I know the range goes from as low as 30 up to over 100. But believe me, if you're around 30, you're going to get sick with whatever is walking in the door. And it might be coming in from your kids, your husband, a friend, the dog, whatever, um, because your immune system simply isn't where it needs to be. So make sure that you ask for those two tests the next time you have your physical and you want that number again to be above 70. So if you decide that you would like to try anything on the Boomer product website, if you just put my first name, L-U-C-Y, into that discount code box, you'll get 15% off of your order. And that's a nice little piece of change, you know, depending on what you're ordering, but it's nice to have that discount. Okay, so I have as a new guest, Amy Wilson. 
and she is a board-certified geriatric pharmacist, a certified fitness professional trainer, and a certified nutrition coach. And um, I thought it was kind of cute when I was reading about her. It said that she is disrupting the diet industry by helping clients take their health back. Um, and she states that her mission is to empower and equip her clients to take charge of their health and find balance in their life. And that certainly is really what the show is all about. So welcome to the show, Amy. Thank you for having me, Lucy. I'm really excited to be here. Um, okay. So I don't know where we want to go with our overall discussion, but one of the things that I read, and um, I mentioned this to you a little bit bit before we started recording the show is diabetes and being either diabetic or pre-diabetic seems to be this huge explosion here in the United States. And all you have to do in my mind, at least is walk down the street and you see people that are a minimum of probably 50 pounds overweight and maybe a whole lot more than that. And when they're shopping in the grocery store, if I'm following somebody like that, I'm watching the things they pick off of the shelves and I am just blown away because they have no concept or don't care um, that they're getting a lot of sugary foods, a lot of um, foods that are, you know, just simple carbohydrates, not complex ones. And that must drive you nuts. It's funny that you say that because I have my husband doing that now. So oh. we'll be, we'll be at Costco and he's like, did you see their cart? Did you see what they had in it? And and you know, for your for your audience, if you like, I am not judgmental at all. Be I what I what I think it is is our marketing system here in the United States. Our and I hate to say big pharma. I'm a pharmacist who doesn't want you on medication, by the way. So you're gonna get that a lot today. Uh, but the companies that put out snack food, that put out processed foods, do an amazing job. They do a great job. And some of them go under the guise of being healthy. So you think you're picking up something that's healthy that really isn't. Mm -hmm. So I feel in, in a way, and what I see is that you don't know what you don't know. And if you weren't and I, and I, what I'm seeing is lately, especially if you were maybe born in the eighties and nineties, that our, our food system really has gotten out of control in being prepackaged food. Like I'm, I'm, I'm generation X. Um, when my mom and dad were making dinner, we had dinners every night, even though both of them worked, we still sat down, we had dinners. McDonald's was a treat. Kentucky fried chicken was a treat. Having a two liter of Pepsi in their fridge would last us two or three weeks because it wasn't something that was consumed on a daily basis. Now look, McDonald's is everywhere. Everybody does fast food. Everybody drinks Mountain Dew, Pepsi, Coca-Cola. I mean, that's one of the first things I get rid of, whether it's diet or regular. When I, in my clients, that's one of the first things that we're going to start attacking is getting rid of that. Because like you said, everything comes down to inflammation. And they've been eating junk food and ultra processed food for so long that their bodies are so inflamed. Mm -hmm. The other problem is, is that once you start eating that, you actually become addicted to that kind of food. You want it, you crave it. They're smart when it comes to these companies. These companies have scientists who right. they employ to 
make sure the mouthfeel is amazing, to make sure the packaging is something that you want to pick up and look at. And they have, I mean, why do you think Lay's, you can't eat just one? They make it that way on purpose. And they try to make it that you're always a consumer buying their products. Mm -hmm. It's hard sometimes to go back to the basics. And you know, I look at my mom and, you know, she lives alone and she's like, I just don't want to cook all this food. The thing is you don't have to. And I think that's what, when we get older and the kids are gone, you don't have grandkids you, and you're just like, well, it's just easier to, to heat up a can of soup, or it's just easier to stick something in the microwave from the freezer, not realizing that you're actually promoting diabetes, promoting a disease state that you had no idea that you were helping. And I think it's just a, it's an education thing, which is one of the reasons I love going on these podcasts is to educate people that, you know, it's not about chasing skinny. It's not about dieting. It's about getting healthy. And when you start healing from the inside out, we start getting rid of that chronic inflammation. There's amazing things that can happen and it's called aging backwards. Mm -hmm. And I call it reverse aging. Yeah. Reverse aging. And when you feel amazing, age is just a number. It, it, it doesn't define you. And I don't think anybody wants, like I said, um, you said before, I'm a board certified geriatric pharmacist. And you're like, well, what does that mean? That means I'm a consultant pharmacist that goes into nursing homes and looks at everybody's medication every month. Most of those people are on 30 plus medications. Oh my goodness. 30 at least. And all the at side effects least. that each one of them causes. And, and I, and I want to, cause this is, you know, I'm sure there's people with diabetes. I'm sure there's people with high blood pressure. Those medications help treat you. They do not cure you. Uh -huh. And there is a difference between treatment and cure. And yes, yeah, someone might say, well, I've been diabetic for years. I've had high blood pressure for years. It's just the way I am. I can't do anything about it. Oh, contrary. You absolutely can do something about it. Now, if you are type two diabetes on insulin and you've been on insulin for at least eight years, we may not be able to get you off of insulin, but we sure can decrease the amount that, so that's going on. We can help your kidneys. We can help and increase your insulin sensitivity, decrease the insulin resistance just by what you eat and, and moving your body. And that's pretty amazing. It's honestly, it's just getting back to the basics. Right. One of the things, um, that I'm aware of. Um, my husband died six years ago mm. and was in a nursing home the last almost year of his life. And I knew that um, sweets were the yeah. things that everybody there wanted is, you know, something that tasted sweet. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, that's the last uh, taste bud just about that mm -hmm. goes away that's in your mouth. Mm -hmm. And so if something, I mean, I had some of his uh, roommates and things, she would say, well, those taste like cardboard. And so it was <laughs> because there wasn't any flavoring, but nursing homes don't use, you know, fresh herbs. No. They don't use um, maybe the dash method mm -hmm. of uh, preparing food so that it is flavorful. It just is like a hump of potatoes and a yeah. piece of meat and some green beans. And so naturally they're not interested in eating that. 
Yeah. It's, 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 and it's, it's, you know, there are, I can give you umpteen reasons why you don't want to live in a nursing home because it's, it's just, it's, it's not living. It's not a home. It's not your environment. It's you lose your independence. And I don't think any of us want to lose our independence. No, that is the one thing that is sacred. That's the one thing that we strive for keeping, but you don't think about it until it starts to go away. And what I want people to do is start thinking about it today. Mm-hmm. How can we keep your independence by reverse aging, by getting you stronger, by quit dieting? Because I, I mean, there's still, I, I have clients who are in their eighties and, and they'll come to me. It's like, but I just want to lose 10 pounds. I'm like, oh no, 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 no. We are not going to be focusing on the scale. We're going to be focusing on building your muscle yes. and healing your body and getting rid of the chronic inflammation. You will get in the clothes that you want to just by doing that, but we're not going to focus on losing weight because at this age, whether you're 50, 60, 70, 80, whatever, when you start focusing on losing weight on the scale, you're losing muscle. Muscle. Mm-hmm. And that is not what we want. Muscle is our fountain of youth. Muscle is what's going to keep us from falling. It's going to protect our spine. Um, it was so funny. I, a couple of years ago, I was at a fitness convention and the guy was a functional trainer. And he said, the one thing that he sees is the number one problem in aging, especially men is something called listless. And we all laughed, you know, cause everybody, you know, you know, having, having a butt or having glutes, and in the fitness industry is, is a thing. And, and, and he's right, because if you think about standing up, if you think about walking, if you think about if you're shuffling mm-hmm. and not being able to pick up your feet, it's because you have weak glutes, you have weak butt cheeks. And so that is having that muscle is going to prevent so many things, but you have to feed your body in order to keep it and in order to build it. You know, one of the things that I just actually learned um, maybe about six months ago is that you can break a bone, which then causes the fall, as opposed to having low muscle and that causing the fall, which breaks the bone. Yeah. I had really no idea that the bone could break first Mm -hmm. and you would, you know, fall. Yeah. Osteopenia, osteoporosis. Um, all of those with weakened bones. And, you know, we look at, okay, what causes weakened bones? Unfortunately, a lot of us for females, years of dieting. Mm-hmm. So every time that we under underfed ourselves, our bodies needed minerals from somewhere. Guess where it got it from? Our bones. Oh, right, right. And yeah. don't have enough magnesium in their gum. No. Nope. You need 400 milligrams of that every yeah. single day. And magnesium is one of the things that goes into making strong bones, not just yeah. calcium. Cal- yeah. Everything's calcium and vitamin D, but magnesium and magnesium also helps with sleep. There's magnesium yeah. is very underrated. We always hear about sodium. We always hear about, you know, vitamin D. We don't hear a lot about magnesium. And, you know, the only time we hear about magnesium is for using it as a laxative. Mm-hmm. That's the only time that you'll ever hear it. And, and that I'm not talking about magnesium citrate. I'm talking about there's several different, different forms of magnesium. Um, there's magnesium glycinate, there's other areas. And so taking magnesium will help you. Um, I think Magox is one of the brands over the counter. If, if you're just going to the pharmacy and that will, you know, that absolutely does help with sleep. It helps with helping your bones. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of things about of taking magnesium and supplementing. I have another question for you as a pharmacist. Um, So a lot of people started being diagnosed probably 
30 years ago now, at least, with uh, high cholesterol. And so the pharmaceutical companies, and I know you're a pharmacist, <laughs> but the pharmaceutical companies got really busy getting everybody at that point in time on a statin, on a statin drug to get it down to 200. Now they want it down to like 150 or lower. And yet we have an increasing population of people with uh, cognitive decline. Mm-hmm. Whether, and mm-hmm. so that is one of the things is when you have low cholesterol, as you know, your brain requires that in order to function properly. You get your cholesterol down too low and your brain is not going to work the way you want it to work. And you're going to have those moments of, um, you know, like I can't remember why I came in this room or I can't remember the word that I want to say. And I personally believe it's because cholesterol levels are lower than they actually should be. Yeah. Um, So when everybody started dying of heart attacks in the 70s, and then in the eighties, we went to the low fat craze and everything started adding sugar and we started increasing uh, diabetes. Well, we started also increasing cholesterol. Mm-hmm. So guess what cholesterol is also tied to the increase in sugar consumption. It's not, and this is what kills me. It's like, I went to my doctor, I have high cholesterol. He says to get rid of eggs. No, oh, <laughs> no. OMG. Really? Did they say anything <laughs> about the beer that you're having every night or do they say anything about the Snickers bar that, that you're eating or the protein bars that you thought were healthy that are not healthy? No, he picked up on eggs every morning. No, no. Or did they ask about the chips and that trans fat? No, they talked about eggs. Eggs are great. Eggs are have choline for brain health. I mean, don't get me started on, on why everybody should be having eggs. It's a great form of protein. And they've come back down in price. So that's even better. They're not, they're not outrageous <laughs> anymore. So then we have, I think it was the AMA who said that everybody should be on a statin. Didn't matter who it was, how old you are, put it in the water. It's the best thing in the world. Okay. Let's talk about cholesterol because yes, once again, I'll probably step on toes and be like, she's a pharmacist. She should know better. Uh Uh-uh. I have high cholesterol, high in quote quotation marks. I'm over 200. Mm -hmm. However, I go to a practitioner who knows her stuff. We had a total panel done. So I had the LDL, which was actually, um, there's a panel that you can get done to show what kind of LDL that you have. Right, fluffy. Fluffy, yeah, fluffy, exactly. You and I are, we speak the same language. Guy likes saying fluffy because it's like, you think about fluffy. And, you know, I have an amazing HDL. My HDL, which is the good cholesterol, is over 100. So right there, that puts me, above cholesterol and above the cholesterol, because my, because normally people are in HDL, we want them to have higher HDL, but mo- most people are around 30. Mm-hmm. The big thing is triglycerides. So what are your triglycerides? What's the ratio? Because just getting your total cholesterol does not tell the whole story. Right. And, and I'll, I went to, I had my yearly physical for, for my job. And then, and the nurse practitioner walks in and says, you know, your total cholesterol is up. What do you think about going on a statin? I'm like, did you, why are you going by that? She's like, well, your total cholesterol is this. I'm like, okay. And I whip out my other labs and said, and, and education, like, Oh, I didn't know you could do this. I didn't know there was a thing about, because they're just, because honestly, a lot of practitioners just told about cholesterol, LDL, HDL triglycerides. Right. And yeah. Okay. Are some people off the chain and they deem to do something? Yes. And, and I will be the first to say there are medications that have a purpose and some people do need to be on them. However, 
if you are not a stroke candidate, if you are taking care of yourself, healthy, walking every day, lifting weights, eating your, your vegetables and doing everything that you should be doing, then maybe statin isn't for you because there are, there are other things that cause statins cause what's called rhabdomyolysis. That is the muscle pain that some people get with, with statins. We are seeing, I think a study came out a couple was a couple of years ago that came out saying there is a correlation between statins and dementia and Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it has to do possibly with gut health, with the microbiome in the gut and be educated. And I know doctors don't have time. And I know doctors just, they take a lab and they're like, they look at you and they look at you. Okay. You're out of shape. Da, da, da. You're going to stroke candidate. Here's a statin and he, here's the piece of paper. And then here's the other problem is that we go to the doctor and we expect that piece of paper. If we go to the doctor and we don't get a prescription, we feel like it's a waste of time and a waste of a copay. When maybe all we need is a little conversation with, with the physician on what we need to do to decrease instead of going, just going right on a statin or, or other things and being okay with, Hey, let's do some, let's do some education before I go get this filled, or let's do some education on why they feel it's necessary to prescribe this in the first place. You know, one of um, the things that uh, just happened, my particular, um, family physician that I've gone to for 22 years. She's retiring at the end of this year. But yeah, I know, because I've got to find somebody else. And I loved her. Um, But she always spent a good half an hour with me. And we just talked about what's going on in your life, you know, and all of those kind of things. And when my last appointment with her, she said, I have learned more from you than any other place about health and wellness, you know, that I, I was able to teach her some things that she didn't know. And normally physicians only get about three months of understanding nutrition and if, if that, because they get very little on pharmaceuticals too. So they don't get, and what they get is kind of like the same thing that we got in pharmacy school. You get, okay, protein, one gram equals this many this many calories and they need this much to stay alive. They're not getting the, the nutrition and health aspect. Mm -hmm. They're just getting the chemistry of nutrition and how it plays a role. They're not getting all of the ins and outs on how you can use nutrition to prevent disease, Mm -hmm. which, you know, I wish they would. I understand why they don't, but it's, it's one of those. And, and two, there's a lot of different thoughts on nutrition. That's probably another reason why they don't get, get the education. Cause I get, I get a lot of referrals from physicians because of what I do, because I've gotten people off their blood pressure medications or gotten them off statins or just feeling better, getting rid of that chronic, chronic, um, inflammation. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about omega three in the diet? So I love omega threes. Um, (laughs) I do. I actually take a plant-based omega three, uh, just because of, and I just started that about a month ago because I took an omega three lab test and mine was in the toilet and I eat fish. And it was, it was kind of interesting that here I do pretty much eat fish once a week. And my, still my omega threes weren't great. Omega threes are great for eye health. They're great for brain health. Mm -hmm. I will be honest. I honestly think that it's been four weeks since I started taking this. Um, like I said, it's, it's a plant-based, they use algae to make these omega threes. It's very carbon new, or it's actually carbon negative. 
my, I would say my brain health, just because I am someone who's go, 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 always have something going on in my mind, uh, you know, type, you want to say type A, oldest child syndrome, the balance that I feel right now has been amazing. And I suffer with something called seasonal affective disorder, which in which, you know, the, the days are getting shorter. Usually I'm very tired Two o'clock. I need a nap. Even when I do uh, my good nutrition, it still will affect me on how my circadian rhythm is. Haven't needed that. It's, and I am a big fan of omega threes, especially as we age, because it does help with our skin and our eyes and our brains. And, you know, there is a gene you can get tested. It's called AP, APOE that will show if you have a tendency to have Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people may want that test. Some people may not want to get that genetic test, but this will also, this, this helps, mm-hmm. this helps protect the brain. Absolutely. And another product that I absolutely love and use is collagen because most of yeah. our body is made it's up collagen. of collagen. Yeah. I and do so collagen every day. Skin, hair, nails, joints, you yeah. know, all of that. And people with chronic pain, quite often when they start using collagen, it lessens that pain. Yeah. The studies out there are mixed, but then again, a lot of studies are out there are mixed. Right. And the thing that we know about collagen is that it doesn't hurt. It doesn't harm. Mm-hmm. Um, I take collagen every day because it, you know, collagen skin elasticity, collagen is hair and nails. I see a difference. I feel a difference when I have collagen in my diet too. And right. Right. yeah. So um, since you work in um, like a geriatric setting, let's say mm-hmm. for the most part, I'm sure you have people that, you know, are not falling into that category, but um, nevertheless, how, if they're taking 30 prescriptions, I mean, that just blows my mind that that's such a huge number. Um, how do you begin to wean them off uh, with a doctor's support? And, you know, will the physician say, okay, obviously there's way too many prescriptions going here and it's having adverse side effects. Mm-hmm. So I guess they're supporting you looking at the mm-hmm. ones that you can gradually pull away. Yeah. So it's called polypharmacy when you're on lots and lots of medications. And the problem a lot of times is that if you have heart disease and you have cholesterol and you have diabetes, there's three or four medications and then put in COPD or asthma. There's three or four medications for each one of those. Mm -hmm. That's what's horrible. Then you add in allergies, sinus issues, stomach problems, And so some medications that may be just for a limited period of time never get stopped. Uh If you're on and, and I'm, I'm going to try to try to tell people now, get rid of your protein pump inhibitors, meaning your Nexium, your Omeprazole, Prilosec, Zegarid. And yes, you may have stomach issues. I can guarantee your stomach issues is because of what you're eating in the mm-hmm. ultra processed foods and your microbiome. Right. That is a medication that gets started and never gets stopped. What's the problem with that? It disrupts your gut microbiome. Mm-hmm. There's a possibility. And I think it's all once again, because your gut microbiome that it increases your chance of Alzheimer's and dementia because of the gut microbiome. And it can possibly increase your chances of pneumonia, probably because of the gut microbiome. So there's all these things that you start taking something for indigestion and you never stop. 
Right. Now, is it okay to take it for about seven days? Absolutely. What's called PRN, take it as you need it. But then you get stuck on this and not looking at, well, what caused this indigestion? Was it stress? Maybe I have a gluten intolerance. Maybe it's a dairy intolerance. Maybe I'm eating a lot of ultra processed foods that has chemicals and additives and extra sugar and, and colors in it that is not serving my body right now and causing me to have this reflux. Maybe I sit all day and I need to go for a walk every day to get things moving. There are so many things that we can do to pull that. Now, when you're in a nursing home, I'm looking at those kind of things. I'm looking to see if somebody's on a proton pump inhibitor. Have they been started with it's allergy season? Uh-huh. So many people start an allergy medication and never stop uh-huh. or a nasal spray, never stop. It's looking at those kind of things and going, okay, well, maybe someone's blood pressure for, for some reason went up. And so we put them on a blood pressure medication, but now they're going too low. So we need to start pulling that back. And then there, then you have drug interactions. Somebody's on a blood thinner because maybe you have AFib. Well, they sprained their ankle or they fell. And for some reason they went on ibuprofen or aspirin. No. Well, (laughs) You know, that's not good. That cause that can cause increased bleeding uh-huh. and in, and those kind of things, that's what I'm looking at. So I am definitely looking to see what can we pull off? Um, what can we get rid of? What can possibly just go on what's called PRN being as needed basis. And then I'm also looking at, you know, sometimes their labs, you know, there's certain medications that will cause something else like, um, amiodarone that is used for AFib will cause thyroid issues. So there's a medication that you, you know, and AFib, there's not something you can do about it. That's, it's your heart rhythm. You have to take something for that. But the side effect is, is that it could do something to your thyroid. And so you might need thyroid supplementation. So those are kind of things that I'm looking at. And I honestly believe there'd be some things that we have that we can't take that we can't get off, but there's a lot of things that we can. Yeah. I, I, I would totally agree with that. Um, and the fact that so many people, and I saw this as one of the topics for you as well, but so many people are now listening to these ads for Ozempic and yeah. all of these other, and saying, okay, this is the way I'm going to lose weight. And yeah, I'm, I'm shaking my head too. Like, oh, please. I mean, we're going to cause frailty and frailty in our age group, whether you're in midlife or in, you know, or over frailty is not something that you want. Frailty is going to cause your bones to break. Frailty is going to cause you to have less muscle. That's the last thing that we need to be doing right now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And that's what Ozem- when you lose weight with Ozempic and Wagovia Monjero, you're not losing body fat. You are losing mostly muscle. muscle. Right. Right. And, you know, as we said earlier, um, this uh, muscle wasting has become just a huge, huge, huge issue. Huge issue. Um, because uh, people have started sitting much, much more than they ever, ever did before because, you know, they started out when they were kids. And I see little, little guys like a year old with a phone in their hand playing a game rather than walking around or playing ball or doing yeah. something that's going to be building stronger muscles so that they are healthier down the road. Yeah. They're saying sitting and being sedentary is the new cigarettes. It's causing that, that much, that much of an issue that it's causing that much of a problem of being sedentary. 
Yeah, I I, so I would totally believe that. We don't have gardens anymore. A, a lot of people are living in townhomes and condominiums where they restrict that or 55 plus communities where everything is done for you. So yeah. you're not working in the yard. You're not growing things. You're not going for walks uh, in many cases. Um, so, you know, and when the weather gets bad in the middle part of the United States or the north, you stay inside. inside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're inside unless you somehow had learned at an earlier age to snowshoe or ski yeah. or do something. And like I, and you don't, and, and to say you, you're like, well, I have to go to the gym. You don't need a gym. I work out every day at home. You do not have to go to a gym to get a good fitness program, to get muscle, to work out. Is it fun to go to a gym with community and, and that kind of thing? Absolutely. But you, if, if you, if you can't go it, you can do things at home. You know, one of the things that um, seniors can do in particular, I would say anybody over 60, is the stretch bands. You know, that resistance bands are amazing. It's yeah, yeah, it's easy to do. And and they're cheap. Uh, Yeah. And it's and yeah, and they're lightweight. They pack. They can go anywhere with you They're I love resistance bands. Mm -hmm. I think all of that is really, really good. Um, so as we're moving to the end of this show, which goes very quickly, um, <laughs> maybe something that you want people to know more than anything else about their health and wellness and taking charge of their health. Know that you can take charge, that you absolutely have the power. People ask me what the secret sauce is and the secret sauce is you. Mm-hmm. You have to want to change and you have to want to, I would say, do better mm-hmm. and learn and don't be afraid to get help. Don't be afraid to hire a coach or go for a nutrition coach as myself or somebody, because sometimes you just don't know what you don't know. And you just need to learn and be open to learning. I think that is really key because there are some people that are not open to much of anything. You know, yeah. it's their way or the highway. Yeah. And I always say we have a, we have a certain amount of time that we're able to change and divert, mm-hmm. you know, either we keep going down the same road or we say, you know what, now I'm putting my foot down. I am going to do my best to live my best life and to be healthy. And if, and you know, I have clients all over the world and it's like, those are my clients that have said, I am not going to be frail. I am going to be strong. I am going to work on my health. And it's amazing what the results that they can get. What's your biggest success? Oh my gosh. I have so many. Um, (laughs) I I have really getting off medication. So the getting off of the cholesterol medication, I had somebody who had non-alcoholic fatty liver disease that's gone. And, and then another one who got off their blood pressure medication within three weeks. Uh, And that believe I don't take them off. I talk, work with their doctor in order to do that. Um, Another one had IBS and was able to save $3,000 a month in one of the medications she doesn't have to take anymore. Oh my goodness. I'm surprised she could afford it to begin with. Yeah. Well, it was 3000 what it was. And then she had a copay and the copay wasn't great, but still it's, you know, it was, it's still, you know, it's still build your insurance company. It still comes back to you at some point. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, and, and that has to be so empowering for the individual to think that yeah. I was able to do that. Yeah, it is. And it's, it's, you know, we call it non-scale victories because once again, it's not about the scale. It's about getting your health. And when you get your health, everything else just falls in place. Mm -hmm. I think that's very true. Very, very true. How do you want people to get hold of you? Um, the easiest way is actually to go on my website because you can contact me there. Uh, it's amykwilson.com. So it's A-M-Y 
amykwilson.com. And if you want a free download, you can go to amykwilson.com slash podcast, and there's a free download for you. But, you know, check out it. You can contact me there. You can see all my other social media if, if you are on other social media platforms. Sounds terrific. I'm really hoping that um, there's a number of people that will reach out to you because this is such a growing, growing epidemic. And it frightens me when I watch the evening news in particular, if you're on ABC or CBS, any of the major ones, um, almost every single ad that they have for the evening news is no, it's, it's medication. Prescription. Yeah. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. And they, and they'll make, they'll make up disease states have medication. It's just, it's crazy. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's sometimes I just like, I have to turn TV off. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Well, and you know, kids are watching this too. Yes. And yeah. so I think it's planting the seed that this is what happens when you get older rather than empowering them to take charge of their life. It's okay. When you reach this age and you're this much overweight, here is the medication you will be taking. Well, we have a pill for everything in America, but we also have the ability to not take a pill and to treat and cure with nutrition and exercise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I wish we would go more in that direction. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't see it happening anytime soon, except for the people like yourself or myself that are trying to get the word out that you can get healthy. Yeah. It's just and, a matter of making that decision. Yeah. And that is my mission is to help people get healthy and, you know, except like break free from diets and you, you can do it. You are the secret sauce. You have the power to mm -hmm. get healthy, to reverse disease and prevent disease. Exactly. Um, I'll leave you with one little thought here because so many people refer to diet and the word die, of course, you know, is in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I refer to things as weight release because mm. when you emotionally are ready to let it go, it'll happen. Yeah. Absolutely. But you have to get there. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you for being my guest. And I hope everybody that listens to this will share it with their family, with their friends, especially those that um, need to maybe get off of some of the medication they're currently using or, you know, to take control of their life and not get on the medication to begin with, but, you know, learn how to control whatever it is uh, that's maybe going a little amiss in their healthy uh, regime. And um, Amy, I'll have you back on a future show. Oh, soon. absolutely. Yeah. On the meantime, um, everybody, please go out there and make this your very best life. See you next time.